Nothing gets done without action. Yeah. Nothing gets yeah. done. You will not live the life that you want. You will yeah. not have the things that you want. You will not have the relationships that you want in your life unless you get up off your fat ass and go and do something. You know, I necessarily don't have a fat ass, but I'm using that as a as a euphemism. You got to get off your ass and you have to do it. You have to be able to get out there and understand there is no such thing as failure. The millennial generation is as follows. Welcome to Surrounded by Idiots Radio Podcast. Hey everybody, welcome back. This is the Surrounded by Idiots Radio Podcast, where you get news, notes, information, all sorts of fun stuff to help you rise above the unwashed masses, to help you live life on your own terms. And actually, uh, your host today, as always, as mostly as usual, I guess, yeah. is uh, Dr. Tony Dufresne. Yes, and and the lovely Lexi. And Lexi's here. Yay, I'm here. It feels She's so here. good to be here. I haven't been here in a while. And just the, just the energy being in the same room with you is always dope. It's like always We good. could talk for hours about everything. And I think that when, when we're doing a show, that the energy is really important. Sometimes it's like we have half an hour to knock it out. We got to wrap and then right. we got to leave. We both have shit to do. So it's to cool to right. just sit and be present and, and slow down. That's nice. And that's why, and that's when we first started the show two and a half years ago, we did it uh, together at the same place. Yeah. And so you moved to Diego. Yeah. So, and it's always, and the energy is always better. Yeah. When you're doing I was, we were just chatting about how, on the last show, I'm sitting at my desk at my place in San Diego, and all you hear is me like flipping my notes back and forth. And <laughs> I, when I went back to listen to the show so I could promote it, I was like, fuck, like sit still. I'm seriously sitting there. All I hear is papers flipping. And then I think we got real heated at one point because did you hear me bang on the desk? There was a part yeah, in that heard, show yeah, where I was like, yeah. boom, 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 because I was like trying to make a point, yeah, clapping. I think, I think like, you took your shoe off crazy, and banged that on the desk. Yeah. Puerto yeah. Rican girl. Yeah, it was. <laughs> the Puerto it was Rican came out yeah it was it was out of control yeah but it worked out well yeah it feels good to be here and i just want to say thanks for all the support all the people that have been listening and emailing me and hitting me up on instagram and kind of just they want to have the conversation it's kind of dope i had someone hit me up on instagram the other day and they were just asking me about my opinion about the millennial generation and she brought to my attention that a lot of people think that millennials are slackers and we're entitled and whatever, whatever. It's the same stuff that we right. hear all the and time. And I'm right? like, no, I told her, like what I told her, I was like, we need millennial support. All the support for entrepreneurs and for just millennials, all that support is going to help us be successful. And as the success comes, people shut the fuck up. And that's, and that's we don't what, need that and energy. That's, and that's exactly what happens. And now that you guys are starting to enter the workforce in more upper division, like management, yeah. uh, VP stuff, it, things are starting to shift. We're and starting you, to control. Well, well, you're the biggest generation anyway, so you should yeah. start starting to control things. And the thing, and I've told people this before, and clients, and I think we've even talked about it, every single generation that that talks about the generation below them, it's always all oh, those whippersnappers yeah. and all this bullshit. Yeah. I mean, it happened with me, with the Gen X, the baby right. boomers didn't like us. Well, what I said, and, you know, this is what happens. I said, and you can make, quick sense of it if you'd like um i said if you're an entitled lazy motherfucker you're gonna be an entitled lazy motherfucker in whatever generation that you're yeah, in yeah. that's a personality yeah. trait eight you know what 80. i mean yeah exactly eight or eighty if, if that's how you are and that's what you're gonna be but yeah. the problem is that it's it's a it's really easy it's been really easy to kick the millennial 
Yeah. Like like yeah, it, it, it's been a punch well because it just because they they were going through the recession stuff and all that crap happened and you guys were still young and under the impression of your parents and you guys realized that the American dream died. Yeah. There was no more pla- there was that. no more platform to go with. So you guys the the school debt's out of control because yeah. it just costs too. It just so costs way too us much to build our own motherfucking so you, platform. Well, you guys, you guys have to do things differently. Mm-hmm. You have to stay at home until you're older. You can't, you know, you don't necessarily want to marry early because you want to establish yourself. I mean, these are all just components of 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 a, the result of what happened in right. the world. Right. Yet everybody bags on you. Oh, you know, lazy and not out there, not getting a job and all that kind of Haters. stuff. Also a shift, also a shift more towards entrepreneurial and creation and artistic stuff versus just the same, you know, worker, yeah. like the worker thing, which is awesome. And that's where it should be going anyway. And I guarantee you, you guys are going to see the next generation and then generation after that, they're going to be even be more entrepreneurial yeah, cool. than, than you guys are now. Yeah, I just want to say thanks for all the support and thanks for listening to the shows and watching the videos and liking my picks and stuff. Like that, that's helpful. Whether you guys think that it's something simple or not in this industry as an entrepreneur, when you're building a business, all those things are helpful. And if you look at it in a positive aspect and not a materialistic or um, what's the word I'm self-serving, self-serving or like egotistical aspect, if you look at it in the beneficial realm, it's it's dope. Social media mm-hmm. is dope. We're going to do a show on that soon because it's so dope. And I feel like I finally feel comfortable with it. I, as opposed to taking a selfie, I felt very <laughs> like, this is weird. I'm talking to a camera, you know, but sometimes yeah, you got to do you what you got to te- do. You and the technology thing, that, that is an issue, makes right? It more confident. It makes it, yeah. me confident that people are digging our shit and we're helping people. So. Yeah. And that's really, and that's really, uh, I mean, that's how everybody is too. I mean, it's, it's a matter of people understanding other people yeah. and kind of you know, bringing, bringing everybody along who wants to be brought along. And that's the reason why we do this. We do this for the people that are kind of on the fringe mm-hmm. and they want to like maybe learn a little bit something different or a little bit something more. Alter your kind of To kind of, you know, give them a little bit of a spark. And yeah. then that might lead, seeing this show or reading a book on self-improvement or self-help or whatever the case might lead them to say, oh, and, and maybe do a little bit of self, self-searching self yeah. and then go to another book or even go to do something mm-hmm. for themselves. And that's the whole point of doing any of this kind of stuff. Yeah. We can't change minds directly, but what we can do is kind of spark something in you to do something about that. If you're yeah. not if you're not cool with where you're at. Sometimes I mean, that's all it takes point. is hearing someone say something and then you're like, holy shit, I'm fucking inspired. And you that's know? and that's and and then it goes from the inspiration. It goes into trying to develop a plan of action from there, and then going out and doing it. And we're I know we're kind of digressing it's off okay. of this, but it's it, we're, we're going to talk about passion anyway. This is what happened? We're gonna have, I know we're going to talk about passion. We're going to talk about emotion. But but that's the key. The key is you can. In fact, this is a perfect thing. Yeah. You get you get fired up, and then you go out there and you say, oh, "I want to do this," but then you you kind of lose that that feeling that that high that you get when you find something like an epiphany, like a light bulb goes off all of a sudden you're like, Oh, I don't know so much anymore. Cause all, cause the emotions left. Yeah. But that's, but the problem is, is that people confuse passion and the emotion. Yeah. This is the thing though. The emotion hasn't l- left and, and maybe, maybe this, maybe I'm getting confused between passion and emotion. We're going to get into that. You have the definitions. I think they're great. It's so, it's so good to know know the definition of a way that you're feeling mm-hmm. like the definition of a way that you're feeling can change is a game changer inside your mind. Yeah. So, yeah. Cause but you what know. I'm getting at right. is that 
it, that emotion or that passion hasn't left. It's there. You just need to know and pay attention to the places you're most inspired. And that passion is coming out of you. And there is a difference between passion and emotion. And I think yeah. what I'm talking about is passion. Right. If you're passionate about something and you're good at it and you should be, you're passionate for a reason. Number one, there's a reason you're fucking passionate about that shit. But if sometimes if you, if you think it's left, it's because you're placing yourself in a scenario where those people around you or that habitat isn't inspiring you and that passion is still there, but you have to you have to place yourself strategically in the spaces that inspire you. Yeah, and it's not easy. It's not easy. There's there's, there's work that goes it's not in, easy. there's there's work that goes into manifesting or mm-hmm. creating something out of your passion. And a lot of people have it. Oh yeah, I want to do this, I want to do that, and you know whatever. But it takes it takes it's like separating the men from the boys. Yeah. It takes a lot it takes oh, work. 100%. And it takes and it takes exposure and it takes vulnerability and it takes experimentation and improvisation and being okay and with failure. Yourself, and 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 failure. Cuz I guarantee you, I guarantee you if you want to do something passionate, that's something that that truly speaks to who you are as an individual yeah. because everybody's different, everybody's unique. It's not a snowflake thing, it's just true. Everybody's unique. And so if you have a particular unique take on something and you need to share it because you know that a, f- a few people out there, it will help them out too. Because yeah. that's really the core, the yeah. essence of, of, of your passion should be not only just to make you rich and, and so you can buy a bunch of shit. Yeah. Passion should be something that you are benefiting. The, the world's benefiting from your passion. Right. And I had a business meeting earlier and it, it inspired me because it's so, it's cool when, yeah, I have idea, I have a million ideas, but when I actually have a meeting with people can make that can make those ideas come to life and they're receptive to them that's when i'm like holy shit i've thought i was passionate about this idea but now i'm fucking passionate right, about this get, idea and right, we, we chatted about success and failure is that a lot of people think success and failure are opposite things mm-hmm. they're they go together. Mm-hmm. Success and failure. You don't have, you have success, then you have failure. Then guess what comes after failure? Mm-hmm. Success. Mm-hmm. Then guess what comes after that success? Mm-hmm. Failure. But it's growth. It's, it's all equates to growth. Yeah. And I think once people can, um, conceptualize that, they'll, they'll be one, one step closer. That's a great point. Because because success, you know, people see them as opposite at bookends yeah. to things. But and and then say, oh, you know, I, I want to be successful. Well, you are successful if you try, and you're successful if you reach and you grow. You wake up but, in the morning, go to the gym, like that's a success, right? But uh, yeah, and in and in the essence of that, you are there will there will be failures because and the thing is, you know, people look at it in terms of labeling. The label either something is success or a failure. It's that it's that whole uh, you know. Uh, buy whatever you know the the whole thing that you know the black and white left and right stuff totally and it's a binary one or the it's, other. it's a binary world but that's it's not, not that's not other. how things but that's why people get so messed up and we're going to talk about that right now we're going to talk about why people get so messed up because passion and First emotion explain the difference okay so okay they're they're different they are now you could have emotion in your passion but they're they're totally different so let me read this so the difference between passion and emotion it, the basic difference is people can have a feel to it you know, you can have a feel to it, but it encompasses more passion, encompasses more, including a direction, a drive, a commitment to a purpose or a cause. Right. So there could be a feel to your passion. And I hope there is. I mean, usually that's the case. Yeah. But people confuse that feeling, that emotion of the passion to the passion itself. It's a lot more than that. The passion is really that slow burn that mm-hmm. you have in terms of. You know, now I kind of know what, where I can help things out and what I can do to grow and what I can do to, to assist and to contribute. 
to everybody right. else. Right. Now, the, the problem is, like I said, people confuse one for the other. Uh, the emotion fades uh, then they start to lose interest or they question themselves if it really was a passion to begin with. And I with. think the emotion changes. Like as it fades, it changes. Your emotion, you can feel one way and then that emotion can evolve into another feeling. It's um, very fluid, I think. Emotion mm-hmm. is a fluid feeling. Oh, it does. You know, and it's, feeling and it, those things, right. they change. Sometimes, you know, it, speaking of relationships, is like, I dig this person, I dig this person, this is dope, this is dope. And then I'm like, fuck, I can't stand this person. I don't mm-hmm. want to be around this person anymore. Right. They're not doing anything for me. That's an emotion. That mm-hmm. changes. Your passion, like I said before, I don't think your passion ever leaves i don't think your passion changes it might evolve or or it might digress but i think that when you're passionate like i'm going to be passionate about radio and i'm going to be passionate about broadcasting and shit like that for the rest of my life because it's part of me Mm -hmm. and i'm i'm i know who i am to this point in my life to where I know that that's always going to be my passion. So what I want is I want to help my clients find their passion organically and, and slow down enough to pay attention to what makes them feel Mm -hmm. that passion. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that, and again, that's almost like a, just a component, one component. Let me ask you this. You know, you were talking about going in and talking to Dave, your old boss at mm-hmm. the at the radio station, and pitching him an idea that you're passionate about, right? Yeah. That you have a, a passion for and it's part of your purpose. Now, let's say that, and this is a perfect example of your emotion shifting fluidly. Okay. You, you are fired up already. You, you have this emotion because you're pitching it and you really want to pitch it to where you're, you communicate it as effective as possible. I want to paint you, the perfect you, picture. You, yeah, the perfect picture based upon how enthusiastic you are about your passion. Right. So you do that. And then he, and then he sits there, hypothetically, you know, like let's say pretend, he sits there stone-faced and says, I, I don't think that, that'll work. It's a ridiculous idea. Yeah. So now your emotion goes from super high to mortally depressed yeah so that's that's the fluidity of the emotion now does your passion go away no no does it is it dead no no not at all (laughs) but but your but the emotion is completely shifted yeah in the moment but that's the problem the problem is is that people think that and i deal with this so often You, you know people read a book or they'll have they'll have sessions with me and we'll do our three or four sessions just to get things on the road and to get them into their little action. Because I always, at the end of every of every group thing that I do with people in terms of the block, the first block that I do with people, it always has to end with an action thing. So I have them do like a small project. Because, it, because it's pointless to read a book and to put all the time and energy into that or to go to a seminar or to go to a therapist or a coach and then just sit on your ass afterwards. Because, because it's the, like going to the well, gym and then eating a fucking whole pizza yeah it's it's the 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 knowing part is only one component it's no you could know as far as but that won't get you anywhere so you have to put that knowing into into motion and the thing is uh, people that's where a lot of people have a just big old stop sign because they don't want to fail yeah and that instead of getting out there and improvising and experimenting failing is growing it's just it's just a part there's no there really is no such thing as failure i mean you know i put that in my book so so what I want to I want to um kind of noodle on that for a second because I think that this this is something that I'm learning in the process of building a business and the process of building a brand and like wanting to appeal to the masses and I'm learning that everyone's so different but when it comes to entrepreneurs if you have an idea if you have a book idea you have some idea that you're building and you express that idea to someone hoping to get the best advice possible. 
um, which is huge. What's the best advice possible? I don't know. Just there, just, just something they, they, that you'll like, benefit from like, that will relate like, yeah, to your yeah, business. Yeah, they're on. I mean, if you value their opinion, yeah. So to be hopefully they're honest, constructive. And I'm going opinion. through this right now with right. my brand, and mm-hmm. I'm I'm pitching my ideas. I'm getting advice here, getting advice here, getting different advice from everybody. Mm-hmm. And I listened to a podcast the other day. It's called Short Story Long, um, by. Fuck, what is the dude's name? He was on I should know this. I've heard of that podcast. Though. Yeah, he was on um he was on Fantasy Factory. I think his name is I know it. I follow him on Instagram. Fuck, this is embarrassing. I well, feel you bad. know, you, you can, anyways, go, can go back to it. Anyways, but. um short story long, check it out. It's on SoundCloud. It's really dope and it's new and he just has real cool conversations with some people. Um but he had Ryan Holiday on his show and Ryan Holiday's an author and a speaker and and what he said it was it, it hit home is he said that if you have an idea and someone can tell you that you need to change it or you have a business name. This is, this particularly happened to me is like I had a business name and I have people telling me that it was a little too deep and I need to change it. I need to uh, reevaluate that. And he's like, but if you have an idea and someone tells you you shouldn't do that or you should change it and it's that easy for you to change it, then you're not passionate about that idea. And it hit home because I'm like, every, all the advice I'm getting... I I'm taking it and I appreciate it. I appreciate the opinions. It's just my personality in general though, Mm -hmm. but I'm just like, no, I'm good. Like I'm that stoked on this idea. I'm that confident on this idea and this plan that I don't want to change shit. I'm open to, I open to opinions as everybody should be able to sit and listen Mm -hmm. and then noodle on those ideas. But I'm too passionate about my baby that I don't want to change shit. Yeah, see, that's because you you know deep down, you know deep down that that's that's like almost concreted into the foundation that that name or something. You know, that's the thing. A lot of times when we have a passion, we're developing it because because a lot of people you ask you go, "What's your passion?" They go, "I don't know." Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I like stuff, but I'm really not passionate about stuff. Again, they're I think they're mixing up the emotion, the deep like sense of euphoria that they think that they have to have with a passion. That's not what it is. Right. It's just it's you know it's 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 a direction to an objective, uh, but. You, you ask them and they'll say, you know, they'll, they'll have a name and in mind and they'll bounce it around and there'll be other people around. And they'll say, Oh, yeah, that's good or that's bad or something. Yeah. And then they'll kind of him and haw about it. But if you know when you know when you know when you know, then you know. Yeah. I, d- I did that with my you name know. when I found it and I had people that said, I don't get it. And I had other people that say, Yeah, that's great. And it really didn't matter. But, but there are some things that will be like that. When oh, you, his when, name's when Drama. Just, Sorry. Oh, dr- Short story long. His name's Drama. He's um, Rob Deirdrick's cousin. Remember him? Oh, yeah. He was like the one they would always pick on. Oh, yeah. Anyways, check out his stuff. It's really cool. And I think and I think it's dope. I think I'm going to write a blog on my five favorite podcasts because I think they all support each other and it's so rad. Like that world's so rad. You should. I mean, it just, you know, kind of gets them in. Yeah. But what I was saying is, is that you'll have certain things where you know for a fact and stick with those. You'll have other things you may, you may be open to more of an opinion to just to get a different sense of what's of what may be better to fit and that and don't throw everything out if, you know in terms of when you talk to somebody even if you talk to a mentor don't, you or somebody that, that you shit. have you you keep the things that you really really want to uh because you know that they if they resonate with you that's the whole point if they resonate with you you're going to find your tribe and the way the facebook is now with the way the market the micro marketing it's brilliant in the way the google adwords is you can find your tribe and yeah. your tribe is like 1000 to 2000 people yeah. that completely get you 
completely. So you've got to use your own voice. You have to use your yeah. own unique aspect. You have to use those things yeah. like that, like the name, and don't give up on that. And then the other stuff that you're like, oh, I don't know. I'm going to get some more information on this. Then you can kind of bob and weave on that stuff. Right. And that's the improvisation part about the experimenting and improvisation in terms of trying to hone things down into something that's a cohesive yeah. ball of you know what you're trying to be passionate about, what you're trying to deliver to people. Yeah, I think that it's important too for entrepreneurs and millennials and just people in general that are trying to master their craft is to choose their mentors wisely. Like you need it. You can't just just because someone's successful doesn't mean that they're going to have any advice that's going to benefit you because they could be a completely different person than you. They don't really mm-hmm. get it. If they if you meet someone who really gets who you are deep down inside then when you are rambling these crazy ideas, they know you and they know the ideas are relative to who you are and they can help you put them together. So millennials and entrepreneurs, pick your... Because people could get thrown in the wrong direction. If they sit down with someone who's super successful, they're like, damn, you must know what the fuck you're doing. I'm going to sit down and pick your brain. They can get discouraged if that person's like, listen... If that person who's so successful is tells you, like, listen, I don't, I don't think you got something here. Fuck, you're gonna, you're those emotions are about to surface and they're about to fuck yeah. with you. Your oh, ego yeah. is gonna come out. Mm-hmm. You're gonna start to feel fear mm-hmm. and you're going to crawl into a little bit of a hole. And yeah, I just think doubt. push yeah. forward, put your head down, mm-hmm. and you just need to like motor over people. Mm-hmm. But you, to to benefit from a mentorship. Mm-hmm mentorship millennial relationship or mentorship business relationship or whatever Mm -hmm. you need you need to make sure that person is right for you that's why i do free consultations with Mm -hmm. my clients for however however the long it lasts because i want i want to make sure that i know i have good advice and i know i'm here to help people build their relationships but i want to make sure that i dig i know this person like this person's my type of person right yeah yeah because as a mentor as you know the most important thing to uh, the responsibility of a mentor is to validate the uniqueness of the person, yeah, and and then to and then to help them to craft and to further further along their yeah. their uniqueness into something, you know, manifest into something that they can share with with everybody else, and that that's really the key of a mentor. The mentor is not to guide into a particular direction, but a lot of people think that it is, and a lot of people that that put themselves out as mentors, uh, that that's what they do because they. They go along with their own recipe for success. Yeah, that's not it. And it's it. their own recipe. That's not for it. For success. It's not totally. the other person. So, but it's, that's a very dicey situation though. If you come to somebody and you want an opinion on something and you look for constructive criticism on things, you know, what, what's, that's a whole show in and of itself. What's constru- what's constructive criticism? Is right. it is it something that just agrees with everything that you already yeah. have? Hopefully, no. no. That's not the case. It's the opposite. But but yeah. But a lot of people think that constructive criticism is just like oh yeah you know yeah but instead of oh man I don't, you know I just I per- I'd rather I pers- not personally agree. I don't personally I don't see it yeah and but but it's not about. It, it's just like improvisation, and we've talked about this before. Improvisation is awesome, and it's a great tool because it's it's yes and. So you can say, so if somebody comes to you as a mentor, if you go to somebody and say, hey, you know, I have this idea, this and that, and, and then it's not like, no, that's a terrible idea. It's like, you know, what you get down to what are the bones of the idea? What are you trying to, what are you trying to do? Yeah. And then it's like, yes, okay, yes. And, yeah. and then it's, you add on to that in terms of that's a little bit, maybe of a different perspective on things. Yeah. It's not the same perspective as a person's coming in. And that's really what a good mentor does. They offer just a different way to look at, at wherever that arrow is pointing 
they look at a different way to explain why that arrow is pointing that way so and how to tip. and how to get where they want to go. <laughs> yeah, free tip for everyone listening is if you have an idea or you um, all of a sudden start to feel an emotion that may uh, coincide with passion and create the passion that you need to build that business. If you start to feel those things and you might feel a little bit stuck or in a rut, ask yourself why you're doing this. Ask yourself why this idea is going to work and then go even further. And in a lot of my um, transformational psychology courses, I was taught to ask why even beyond the answer like even when you're when you nailed the answer keep going like you have to keep asking why and I do that to myself now and I love when people do that to me is like when they ask me why I'm like because I usually I'm the one asking the question so I'm like what do you mean why Mm -hmm. like what the fuck do you mean why Mm -hmm. because you heard me like you heard what I just you know what I mean but I need you need to walk and talk through these ideas. That's why support systems are so huge. It's like, if you're passionate about something, you need to, the people you're around are so important, especially when you're passionate about something. Don't be around any low energy motherfuckers. Yeah, that that's a whole other show, and I, and that's actually two chapters in my book. But the, and and not to go off on that because I want to talk about really the things you have to ask yourself in regards to passion and yeah. and, uh, and and emotion. But but the inner circle is uh, it? Re- remember this: if you happen to be in a pl- in a place where you are expanding, and it's and you're expanding into a new realm of reality and a new realm of growth, and and you're you're kind of getting out of your old ways. It, it, what's going to happen is this. You're going to find that a good portion of people that are, have been in your inner circle this whole time will not be there anymore. Yeah. They will not be your best supporters. They will not be the ones that are going to help you move to the next level. They won't be because they support you. That's your inner circle based upon who you were in that context right. as the smaller circle. Right Now, as you grow... There's going to be a lot of people that aren't going to be cool with that, and there's going to be a lot of passive aggressive that comes out. You're just going to have to realize competition, you, yeah, intimidation. Yeah, realize you're going to have to find some new people for your inner circle. Right. That's a way to, or you you're don't, going to have, and they'll come, or you're going to. You just yeah, have to pay and, attention, and they will, and that's and that's about and that's about finding your tribe, and that's about putting yourself out there. And when you do put yourself out there, you're going to, that's a law of attraction. Yeah. You're going to attract other people that have the same type of things. Yeah, do, I so. guess I, we were talking earlier and this is an interesting idea. It's like, I think I'm finally at the point in my life where I'm realizing that my energy isn't for everybody. And I, I am, I know that there See, are. I don't know, Lex. Really? You know? Really? Like, luckily, it's for you. You're a perfect example of the type of person that my energy is for. But I, I can. But you yeah. got to find the people that your energy is for because, because you know what? On an emotion level, and as I'm a human too, like I may be able to compartmentalize my emotions and my uh my my I have a million gazillion jobs and I'm able to do that. Like I'm I've I've learned to do that, but. I am still human. So sometimes when I'm around someone that I really dig and I, they don't just, they just don't get it, which is not their fault Mm -hmm. at all. Mm -hmm. I am kind of like, God, like, why don't they get it? Like, they don't understand. And it fucks Mm -hmm. with me because I'm just like, shit, like, all I'm trying to do is explain this brilliance that I think I have ruined, you know, and if someone doesn't understand <laughs> well, it, fucks yeah. with me. But then, you know, what else is dope is like, then you meet the people that your energy is for and you're like, right. holy shit, I'm not crazy. Right. I don't, I'm yeah. not, 
I'm not absurd about my ideas. When you meet your tribe, when you when you find those people that your energy is for, that's when the passion lights back up and you're like, hell yeah, you guys exist. Let's do this. So pay attention to who your energy is for. If you're a low energy person, stick with those people. If you're high energy, right, well, stay, stick with those people. Whatever you got to do to continue to feel that passion about something you should be passionate people should be passionate but whatever if you're a fucking banker be passionate about that if, mm-hmm. if you're into that shit mm-hmm. you know yeah i mean be you know and own it they, i always use the radio station analogy so if you're if you're transmitting on 99.9 yeah and it and that's like k lex right that's your station that's yeah. here and you're out there and it's it's and it's a it's a megawatt right it's on top of the hill it's 60,000 watts of pure lexi yeah. and you're just making it happen and you can it's like multi states you know but the thing is if somebody's uh, on 101.1 they're not going to hear you you can yell as loud as you want yeah but they're not going to hear you and yeah. your message could be fucking brilliant mm-hmm. they're not going to hear you because they operate on a different frequency right that's the one thing I told you right after grad school. I thought I was, you know, you get out of grad school and you think you're going to change the world. I mean, I'm going to change the world. I got out there. I got all this stuff. I got a grad degree. I'm going to make it happen. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm a psych, yeah, I'm, a, I'm a psychologist. I'm, I, I can change minds. It's like two seconds out. I'm like, oh man, is that going to work? That's not going to work at all. <laughs> you know what? Everyone. It's, that's an ideology thing. Yeah, that's all. totally. And it's, it's so interesting. Like the science of human behavior is so fascinating because you doing a podcast, we hear ourselves talk all the time and, and not, it's not a, it goes, it goes deeper than that. Like I don't, you know, some people don't like to hear themselves. They're like, I don't want to hear myself. Like I don't like to hear myself talk, but if I'm a speaker, I'm trying to master my speech every chance I get. So I'm Mm -hmm. learning. And you know what I realize, And I have people bring this to my attention is I say, you get it. I need clarification that you understand what I'm saying a lot. And I think do, it's do you, because I, do I mean, you do that? I, I, or I'll be like, you, do you understand? Right. Yeah. Like you just because, I mean, this is how I explain it is like, mm-hmm. I, I do say that, but it's because I want this person, this tribe, potential tribe member to understand what I just said before we move on. So, because so if you don't understand, so you're really, you're the right, conversation right. isn't going to right. tie together. So you're trying to make sure you're trying to make sure that they are operating on your frequency. Yeah. Now, if they yeah. don't, or if you, or if you see that there's a struggle there in terms of you, even if you bridge correctly, which is you, you try to understand your audience and you try to explain it in a way that, uh, th- that it's not taking yourself away from you being authentic. Yeah. Cause that's the bridging thing is, you know, one foot in your world and one foot in theirs. You're still true to yourself. You're true to your passion. You're true to your message, but you're trying to find a better way to communicate yeah. with this person. Cause they don't, they're not exactly on your exact frequency, but you know, they're close. Right. So that's why you say that. Right. And so what happens if they don't, if they say, yeah, but you have, they have this look like, you know, they have no idea. I can idea. tell. You just have to no read idea. that. You have to you have to read that. And I think that's why it's so important for people and I like to preach presence a lot. It's a, I tell my clients that I you know top 5 abilities I think that are going to take you places is the ability to really be present in that particular situation. Mm-hmm. So like I said is like I'm so present right now with you because we're doing this mm-hmm. that I could never, I couldn't, my mind couldn't be somewhere else because I, I'm not going to get the most out of this if my mind is somewhere else. And Which the is, ability to right. be present and the ability to disconnect from whether it's your phone or whether it's that issue that you had earlier or the way your boss made you feel or the way your boyfriend made you feel, the ability to disconnect from those emotions and walk into this new situation or scenario or conversation 
kind of a fresh, like a, a clean slate. Yeah, you're and, not you're not bringing baggage and in. Focus, you're just being present in the moment and focus in that moment. Exactly you'll get something happening. out of it, and then when oh, you well. leave this scenario, you'll you'll go back to whatever you got to deal with, but you'll have a clear mind and because you'll be, you and, yeah. checked that off right, your list. You right. checked this scenario. People, a lot of it's hard. People can't disconnect. People can't be present. I work with my clients on yes. being present. Yeah, and that's that's the essence of, of meditation. That's the essence of Buddhism. That's the essence of you know the mindfulness stuff. Yeah, that's really the essence of everything. That that's a whole. That's where we're trying to get is to heighten levels of awareness mm-hmm. and understanding and perspective and presence. I yeah. mean, because that's really the key. The key is that if you do that and if you learn how to do that, even on a intermediate level, your life will be game way- changer. Way better. Fucking game Way changer. better. So I want to go over these real quick while we're in, while we're finishing up because yeah. we're trying to keep these within a half an hour. <laughs> but what I want to say is to build a passion, just to you know, because of the passion of the motion we were talking about, to build a passion. Because people always say, "How do I do that?" Or you know, what's my? Well, the number one thing that I tell everybody is, is you build it on the need of not only yourself but but at least one one other person. Yeah. Build it on the need of others. And this, this these are the questions you have to ask yourself. I mean just sit down with a with a notebook and start and start kind of writing stuff down. What do you want to be a part of? Just overall, like a general, what do you want to be a part of? You, know, mm-hmm. you want to be part of a movement? You want to be part of changing things? You want to be part of not changing things? You want to be you know what what's your, what you get There's what do somewhere. You, what do you want to be a part of? Yeah. Right? So the second thing is what are the things you do naturally good? What are your qualities? What are you are you a good talker? Are you good in math? Are you good are you good empathizer? Do you have you know do you do you make great cakes? Yeah. You know whatever it is. Kind of make a list of kind of what you're good at cuz you, most of the time What are you good at? Most of the time what you're good at are, are is is like an like a natural inclination to something that you've that you've actually done a lot and because it's good at something and you're passionate about something you should be doing that you're doing yourself a disservice if you're not doing the shit that you're naturally good at and naturally passionate about that passionate about that's why i like people to follow like follow your dreams because that's your dream for a reason yeah a lot of people say oh well i'm good at cake making but i don't want to be a baker i don't want to have my own cake business why not because because then i'll lose my passion for it no that's what people say fuck that but they don't but see where they don't get (laughs) see what they don't get that you won't lose your passion for it you lose your euphoria over it because it's a novelty if you're not making money and having to go in and do all this stuff and dropping cakes on the floor and having to pay for the frosting and then not finding eggs at a good price and people get afraid people are afraid of having it all so people like i could be really dope at making cakes which i'm absolutely horrible i don't get the science and mix of mixturing mixing I don't get this edit. Or even, I don't or, get the or, size or, or even mixturing of mixing right exactly components. Uh-huh. Um, but if you're really dope at baking, I feel like people get afraid of holy shit. I'm good at I'm I'm really good at this. This can't be what I'm supposed to do. That's oh, too so, easy. Well, that, that feels too good. Well, that's ego. That, right. That's all. That's all. Fear. Don't be afraid of that. That's the fear of success. Yeah. And then the fact that you that you feel subconsciously you feel like you don't deserve it. Yeah. Because you know people have told you that you don't deserve things, mm-hmm. or you thought that that's what people say. So the last thing you want to ask yourself, besides those two things, is when can you take your next baby step, or where can you take your next baby step in discovering more <laughs> you about? Just it? Sounded like Adam Sandler and fucking Billy Madison. When baby steps. When can you take your baby steps? Sorry, say that again. So where can you take your next baby step in discovering more into discovering more about where you want to go? Because there's 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 three different things. There's the the you contemplate what you want to do, and then you go through and you do research. So that's the knowing part. And then from the knowing part, then you have to go into the owning. And the owning, what you do is you cultivate that with action. 
Nothing gets done without action. Nothing gets done. You will not live the life that you want. You will not have the things that you want. You will not have the relationships that you want in your life unless you get up off your fat ass and go and do something. You necessarily don't have a fat ass, but I'm using that as a, as a euphemism. You got to get off your ass and you have to do it. You have to be able to get out there and understand there is no such thing as failure. Yeah. Because not not completing something exactly how you think it should be completed in your mind is not failure. That's just experimentation. Yeah, my advice is for people to just to slow down and and take your time. It's not it's not a fucking race. If if you're passionate about something and you want it to be the dopest it can be, you can't rush it. Slow the fuck down right. and really focus and try to become more aware every day become more aware and try to become more aware mm-hmm. of why you're doing this where what's the why there's a why there's always there, and it, well there has you're to good be good at it there has to be create a life around the shit that you're good at mm-hmm. why not mm-hmm. being good at something brings confidence mm-hmm. a confident person is a happy person a happy person is six, a successful person and then the money will come too it's like there's so many components but slow down and just take one step at a time you yeah know? yeah the money thing should be should be and last, know that actually. emotions are in. gonna come in and, and out and in and, and be, out it'll be good bad left and right it's it's a, a, but it's not the same right, thing right, as right. a passion no no no, not at all. A passion is, has very, very little to do with the emotion that comes when you first have that spark of passion. Right. But but that's the problem. That That's why people get hung up on the passion thing. And that's why they ditch it when they lose the emotion. They, yeah. oh, oh, I, don't, I lo- no longer feel the emotion for it. Now I guess the passion is dead. I guess I'm on the wrong track. No, you're not. You're not going to you, lose that no. passion if you're supposed to be passionate about and, that. And the thing is, is that, again, this is another one of those things where people think that they're that these are the rules of life. It's the same thing as life being fair. No. Nobody ever said that. That's not a rule. Yeah. Life is not supposed to be fair. Right. But it's the other thing about that. You have to be, you know, you have to be pa- find a passion and it has to be something that creates this euphoria in you the entire time. No, it does not. Yeah. Being passionate about something and 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 finding your calling and going through your, and 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 manifesting your purpose involves a lot of work, a lot of sweat, a lot of tears. A lot of that stuff because it's not about being happy. It's about being fulfilled. Yeah. And when you look back on all the time and the blood, sweat, and tears that you put into what your passion and your purpose is, you're going to say, fucking A. Yeah. That's what I did. And I lived every single day and I don't regret anything. Right. You know what I just realized? I have these goofy ass headphones on and you're fucking looking suave over there in earbuds. All I got to say is I, I don't have fuck? I don't have earbuds. To, I don't have earbuds to stretch over I that way. I literally didn't listen to anything you just said because I was like, Really? I have these fucking headphones on. Seriously, uh, through that whole that whole major thing that I just said, and you did, and you're and you're worried about stage, and you're worried about your fucking headphones. (laughs) Oh my god, that was so good. Okay, that sums it up. That sums it up perfectly. (laughs) Thanks for listening. Rate, review, please comment. Um, iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, surrounded by idiots. We have some big things popping. I'm so stoked about it, and they'll they'll be here soon enough. Like we're slowing down. We're taking things one step at a time. One step at a time. But Stay with us. Right. I'm sorry. I didn't hear anything you just Whatever. said because I'm looking at those, ridi- I'm looking looking at those ridiculous headphones. fucking headphones in your head. <laughs> all right. <laughs> so, you, so, so you can go to jobbud.com and find all the uh, videos. And uh, We're doing a video for this, so you'll be able to see that as well as a podcast and uh, and then everything else that I have and the freebie and all that kind of stuff. Keep emailing me. Crucial Awareness. Lexi at crucialawareness.com. Also, the website's coming up real soon. And uh, so we'll see you guys next week. Yeah.